Thank you for tuning in to Mafia Memoirs. This episode is brought to you by Rotafest and Zimware. Rotafest is the most powerful mobile invoicing software designed for auto detailers and auto recon professionals on the market today. More than just a mobile invoicing app, it gives you a complete suite of tools to manage your business. Yes, it has a mobile app designed for the iPhone and Android to decode the van and create an invoice out in the field. But it also includes integration with QuickBooks, customer management tools, reports, and now inventory management is included in this powerful suite of tools. Learn more about Rotafest at rotafest.com. Hey, good morning. We are live SEMA 2018. My name is Jody Cedric, my partner. Rod Feasy, and we are here with... Bob Phillips. Sorry about the voice, guys. I got the semen disease, right? Yes, we did. Too much talking. (laughs) Too much talking. The cigar event with Rudy Too late at night. I mean, everything. (laughs) It's abuse of the body, but we'll make it. Yeah, I tell you, it's been a lot of fun. Last night we were at the Glassparency Appreciation Party, and that was swanky. And then ran over to the rag company, and that was super fun to top it off. And it's just been nonstop. You start early in the morning, and you're late at night. Just super fun. Yeah. Appreciate you taking a few time, a few minutes to visit with us. No, absolutely. You guys are fantastic partners of ours. We appreciate it for sure. Well, we're super excited. I mean, it's been a great. We started this journey what a year ago. Rennie yeah. called us ago. up and said, "Hey, Jody, I think uh, I got an idea. Uh, I think your product's ready for the industry, and the industry's ready for you. Right. And I need to make an introduction to Bob. And so we started some conversations a year ago, and. It's just been a lot of fun to build a product that could support, you know, the detailers and PNS. And one of the things that, that I've been just really excited about is, you know, we went with uh, with you to Denver and to be excited to find a whole how we could support the right. distributors. You know, that that's really exciting to me. But one of the things that's been really on my mind and actually talked to your brother about this is legacy. Right. I mean, your dad started. A business that is not just a family-owned business right. it's a legacy business right and how has that impacted you and how are you taking that to the next level I mean you've introduced a brand new product I mean just, just talk about legacy of your dad yeah I mean uh, you know it's, it's interesting I guess you don't know how well you've been taught until you know the person that Todd is gone um, so you know we really try and honor my dad sorry about that a little emotional but no um, you know uh, he taught us well, and he taught us how to run a business well, um, and he taught us how to treat customers, and he was an amazing human being. So um, it's a responsibility now that we now, um, 10 years ago, I did, you know, my dad was still alive, and I, I, I didn't really feel that responsibility, but now that he's passed and I see how he impacted the industry and how he impacted us, and not only us, but just our customers. And so there's a huge responsibility to carry on that tradition. And so, um, you know, he's in our booth at every SEMA. He's always yeah. on the wall, yeah. you know, and, you know, we're just trying to honor it more and more because, you know, that, that story needs to be told. And, you know, I was talking to an advertising guy yesterday and he said, he goes, you know, if it's just a story and nobody hears it, then it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So, you know, now, um, you know, we're just trying to share that story and carry on with that legacy for sure. And one of the things that was really impactful to me when we were in Denver uh, the distributor uh, meeting was that it's not just the direct PNS family; it's the extended PNS family. With right. Stephen Chan in South Bay, where he took over his father's route. Right. So you've got you've got like 
multiple generations of people doing the same thing, which is fantastic. Right. And, and uh, I think a lot of people don't understand that that feeling of responsibility that flows through to your distributors. Yeah. You know, we talked to the guys at Budco that I think they've been doing this since like you know, I don't know, early eighteen hundreds. Right. And uh, and Stephen, that just that's just what they do. They have no concept or thought or anything. It's just that's what we did. We plan to do this all along. Well, what's interesting is I have to say that. You know, traditionally in our business, you know, not all distributors have gotten along, right? Even right. though you're carrying the same brand territory, right. guidelines were tough. My dad fostered this like we all work together. And they, and the original group of distributors, you know, they, they don't tr uh, cross territorial yeah. boundaries. They just, they respect each other. They work together. I mean, it, it's, it's harder and harder to find in this business. And I think that's one of the things that we want to make sure that we try and carry on. And it's hard because, you know, now with social media and everything, oh, it, yeah. you know, to carry on that tradition is a lot harder. But the bottom line is, you know, we just want to treat our customers like we would want to be treated. I mean, I tell people, like, what makes PNS different or what makes us different as a group? And we surround ourselves with people with similar values. Yeah. Rennie, you guys, you know, the Buff and Shine team, everybody that's kind of around us, we want people to have similar values because that's what's important to the industry. And that's how we can continue to cultivate that tradition, right? And build on that because it's hard. So when people ask what's different about your company, I'm like, it's the people. It's the people. Yeah. It's the people. Yeah, you know, we got great products, but realistically, when someone does business with us, it's like when when we say we're gonna do something, it's done. We don't have to yeah. talk about it again. We we're gonna do it, right? Yeah. I, you know. So that's just different. And so that's um, like you guys said. I mean, it's. It's a tradition. It's harder to keep going, but you know that's that's what makes us different. So yeah. one one of the things that's also been intriguing to me is as we visited is, you know, your dad took it to a certain level, right? right? And then now you and Dave as a team are taking it to a whole different level, right? Right. Your dad gave you this foundation, and one of the things that you said um, in one of our conversations was. You had this idea with with Rennie Doyle for mm -hmm. the double black collection. How did that come about? And what was I mean? Your vision is just unfolding. So well, you know, uh, brand management, right? Or you know, building a brand is a constant evolution. It's kind of like a business plan. You, know, you got your business plan, but you're constantly reevaluating and rebuilding it every day. Yeah. Because you have to adapt to the market. And people think that when Rennie Doyle joined our team, that it was all about building double black. Right. Oh. That concept didn't even exist. Interesting. We didn't even know we were in it. It was not even discussed. And and those that think that, you know, I, I, what happened was it was just a, a natural relationship kind of like ours has yeah. connected. So um, Rennie was working for Sonax, and he was my friend, and, and I went down to talk to Rennie about an event that we were going to do, and I left there. And I called my wife as I was driving down from Big Bear, and I go, you know, I go, you bet. I go, you know, I just got this feeling. I somehow, some way, I'm gonna get Randy to be our spokesperson, but I can't ask him because yeah. he's my friend. I do not want to put him in an yeah. uncomfortable position because we're so tight. He would be like, ooh, that, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah to yeah, tell yeah. me no would be uncomfortable. Right. But because he may be loyal to Sonax and want to stay there, and so I didn't do it. So what I did was I just started doing so much cool stuff. That he wanted it, right? Yeah. And so, um, and that was part of building our brand. The whole thing was just cultivating that. And then um, he asked me, "That's awesome." And then, and then when he joined the team, Double Black 
it wasn't even there. It just kind of evolved yeah, out of a natural relationship. Yeah, so right? we were we did SEMA the first year with Lenny, and it was great. But I quickly found out that, you know, we needed something that Rennie could present to the industry. Yeah. yeah. And and really it's it's I don't want people to think that Rennie's peddling products. Oh no, no, no. never. No, because no, and I, I tell Rennie all the time, I go, you're a brand ambassador, but you're an industry ambassador beforehand. Yeah. So I tell him all the time, yeah. I go, review other products, do this. I, I don't, you know. So a lot of people that have a spokesperson will be like, okay, you can only show my stuff. I right. go, no, that's wrong. Yeah. Because then you sell out. I don't right. want him to sell out. It's okay if he's if I go, Rennie, look at this product, and he'll go, uh, Bob, that that, that that product doesn't work. It's, yeah, it's terrible. Right. Okay, that's fine. You know, I mean, yeah. we'll take that. So, well, and that's anyway. one of the things that I really that impressed me about when we first got into this this relationship with you is that you literally, when we were talking about putting software together, you're like, I, I don't want this to be exclusive. You know, if somebody wants to put something else in, great. Let well, it would impair. It would. It, yeah. it would. It would. You, you couldn't be successful. Right. right. I mean, you, you need to cater to everybody. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and that and that's what's not, that's funny because I was talking to my wife about it and she's like. So she goes, hold on a minute. So literally, you guys stand in the booth, and the same guys that you saw two months ago come into the booth and hang out with you all day long. And I'm like, uh, not just not those just guys. guys. Why would they keep coming back? I said, they keep coming back because this this group of people, right. the IDA, the Detail Mafia, the whole, they, they they energize each other. They learn from each other. They have you know questions about this or that. I mean, you've seen guys that have been doing this for 20 years. Jim Gogan, he certainly doesn't need to come in here and get any ideas, but no. he's coming in here and getting stuff from from Dave and from young guys, I mean, Christian, I'm watching Christian do his demo, and I mean, Christian's 20 shoes older than Christian, <laughs> and so does Jim Gogan, but he's getting information from him and learning because the industry's changing. And, and I mean, people may not know, Christian's coastline detailing out of Guadalupe, California, right? Yeah, yeah. The guy is so loyal to our company, and, you know, obviously, we could have the most experienced demo guys on the planet. I mean, everybody wants to see Rennie polish on the hood, but I go, Rennie, that's a complete waste of your time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You don't need to polish on the hood. I go, I wanted to get a raw guy. Yeah. Because you know what I love about youth is they don't know the answer no. Right. Right? And they just, yeah. I go, Christian, hey, man, he goes, what do you want me to do, Bob? I go, just do what you do. That's yeah. it. And he goes, well, what happens if I do something wrong? I go, don't worry. I'll let you know. It's yeah, cool. Yeah. You can't fail. You're not gonna fail. Nope. I mean, you, you know, you have that character, and so that's what that's what our responsibility as OGs, yeah. right? Older guys <laughs> in the business. Our responsibility is to let these guys flourish, yes. right? I always tell Rennie when we first started our relationship. I told him I said, "Here's when we started. I go, here's my job. My job." Make you bigger and better than you ever were. It's not about me. Right. It's not about our brand. It's not about anything. It's about you. Because guess what? If you're successful, I'm, I'm successful. successful. Well, I mean, that's the, the funny part is Rennie's the same way. Exactly. Go, it's not about you. We'll sit down and talk to Rennie about Rennie and about you know Swirl Killer and how that all is, and he will turn the He's conversation turning right all us. the time. No. You know. Well, and that's you know I a lot of people because you know I'm tight with Rennie. They know spokesperson they're a little guarded with that conversation they go look guys let me tell you one thing Rennie Doyle is the most misunderstood person in the detailing industry he's the most genuine human he wants to see everybody be successful Absolutely. he's the best industry ambassador that's why we love hanging out with him yeah. the, the hard part is you know he's got kind of this image you know <laughs> that you know he's kind of a tough guy the guy's yeah. the biggest pussycat <laughs> in the world right but yeah. I mean he's a tough guy too but you know he's got this great 
aura around them. Well, and that's it's actually interesting. I've actually got set up with one of the Parkers to mm -hmm. talk about the difference between cockiness and confidence. Right. Rennie is a very confident individual. Yes. He's not cocky. People bash on him. They mm -hmm. bash on other people. Oh, those guys are just cocky. They're not cocky. No. They're confident right. that they, and if right. they don't know something, they they're will humble enough. Yes. The Parkers were standing here yesterday and they go, oh, we got to go. We got to go because there's a, there's a demo on rap that so we really want to learn about. Right. This, well, These guys do some of the greatest cars ever, but they, they literally are constantly learning new techniques. Like, there's one thing that's very interesting about Brandy, and we're so tight, and so, you know, I tell him all the time, I said, look, you're our spokesperson, so I have to be able to critique what you're doing, right? Right. I, I just have to. Right, absolutely. Because I'm helping foster our brand, yeah. that's my job, right? One of the things I love about Brandy is, man, that guy, he takes comments about how he does things and yeah. adapts and changes. He's like, oh, that's good input. Yeah. Most people would think like, no, he's got such an ego that he's not going to accept any yeah. criticism. Yeah. No, and I hate the word criticism. Analysis, right? I'm, right. Not, I'm, not, I'm, right. I'm just saying, hey, I think we should do this. Yeah. And he's like, oh, man, that's yeah. great. You're right. We should do that. And yeah. that that's, you know, that's actually what's amazing about, you know, the group. That's what makes it different. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, it's um, famous. I don't know if it's a famous book, but the very successful individuals, Quincy Jones, right? Yeah. I mean, he's, one of, he's probably the most, the most famous producer, producer ever in yeah. the world, yes. ever, to walk the planet. And his thing is, be humble in your success, yes. right? And, and I got to tell you, Rennie's successful, but he's also humble. But yeah. it's hard for people to read that sometimes because they, they pick right. up on, they think it's cocky. He's yeah. got a very big personality, <clears throat> and that's what makes him successful. But I was telling this story to Dave yesterday. <clears throat> um, I got the opportunity both at Moltec Expo and then in Denver to see his keynote speech. And so he came to me after right. the keynote speech in Denver and he said, okay, we got, I got to pull you aside. You know, and I'm thinking, okay, here comes, you know, talk right. about something. And he goes, okay, so you've seen both keynotes. Uh, gloves off. Right. How did I do? Right. Changed it up a little bit. And I, and I gave him some, some feedback as far as what I saw, and right. it was very positive feedback. Yeah, because I right. think in Denver, you know, I mean, literally the feedback in Denver was this was more of a professional towards businesses, and mm -hmm. the one in Mobile Tech Expo was, right. more, it was more raw, and it was more right. industry. For good. Right. This one's awesome for a smaller, and he was, you know, he took it. He's like, okay, don't don't just blow smoke. Tell me, did I do right. this? Right. And he really wants to learn right. and do better in every aspect of his business. Right. Well, that's so, why he's such a great spokesman. Yeah. I mean, and, the, the other thing that, that uh, I, I want to give kudos to you, and it's when we went to Denver, and I see it in your booth, I see it in your attitude, I see it in the culture, I see it in your brother, I see it in the team that's surrounding you, and it's the theme, it is possible. Right. Right? And I feel that energy, I see that energy, and I think that's part of why people gather to the booth, because they're coming to get some energy that you are fostering, that you're building as a brand, but also as an industry ambassador to tell everybody that it is possible to elevate right. yourself as a person and also your business. Right. And I think that is really, really critical. And I'm super excited to be a small part of right. that. Well, I mean, that was the theme because, you know, our, our distributors, you know, they're watching what ha what's happening to our brand, I mean, really what's happening, you know, four years ago, none of this existed. Oh, yeah, no, you've exploded. Double black, nothing, nothing. The whole product line, nothing existed. Yeah. And it actually blows my mind that it actually happened. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, it is possible. And then what I learned through this process was, 
I was, um, I don't think cautious. I was the same person, but I wasn't taking advantage of, not my ability, our ability, yeah. you know? And, and I wasn't entrusting, I wasn't like taking, I was, wasn't really taking the risk that I needed to take. I mean, literally the sales meeting, <clears throat> Rennie, Keith and I talked about it and I said, look, we're gonna fly. I want everybody to be there. We're gonna throw the best sales meeting ever. Yeah. And the only anchor to that sales meeting was Rennie's keynote. Yeah. I had no idea what we were gonna do. It is possible didn't exist. None of that existed. We're just like, look, Rennie, you're gonna give the keynote and then everybody's gonna be there. Now I gotta figure out what we're gonna do. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then and then, you know, Keith and Rennie are like, that'll be awesome. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, okay. Uh, now I gotta figure out what we're gonna <laughs> do. Right? Gonna How do we make this happen? Two. I yeah. know. Yeah. And so and you know, I mean I've done enough of those things that I have my yeah. certain style yeah. of how I'm gonna do it and keep yeah. people engaged and so I'm 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 a little proficient at that, you know, I'm okay. Yeah. So I feel confident that I know I can pull off a good event. Because yeah. it's all about the style. Yeah, it's how you treat style. people. Yes. You know, people feed yeah. on it. But really, the, the, to get back to the it is possible thing, was our distributors were watching it, but they all weren't drinking the Kool-Aid. They weren't feeling it. They weren't feeling it. Right. And my whole point was to bring them all together. So I'm like, uh, you guys, this is really a great opportunity. Yeah. You know, don't be sheltered in your business. Yeah. Open it up. Change the way you do business. Because our business is different than when my dad started it. Oh, yeah. absolutely. It, it's different than it was 10 years ago. Right. And so, anyway, I mean. Well, and it's distributors. Some of the things that we got, I mean, because we're, we, you know, like I said, we really appreciate being a small part of it. We got a lot of uh, conversations and feedback with Budco and South Bay and some of the other guys in Carolina. And they really, I mean, they are, they are, uh, um, they are a business that works off of your business. So there's a lot of concern there of where right. you're going. Right. And I think that as they went into those things, you could you could almost sense this hesitation of oh, yeah. where are we going, where are we going? And then after that thing, after it was they, like, oh, we're, they, they were they caught the vision. They're like, right. we're in. The guy, I, I can't remember his name, he's a great guy, works with Steven Schoen. Jason. Jason. Jason, Jason yeah. yeah. He was, I mean, just over the literally top couldn't stand yeah. still. He was just like, right. oh, this is, I, you know, he just, the, the stuff he was thinking about, how we can go out and do this and this, and Steven's like, this it's okay. Settle down, settle down. <laughs> we got it. Well, well even to the point where a lot of producers, they wouldn't bring their sales team. Yeah. You guys are crazy. You gotta get yeah. everybody involved, get them right? All there. You, you know, it's like being at the top telling everybody what you're gonna do, but not letting them in, Yeah. right? It doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta get everybody to drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Well, and the, and, the, and the trip from from that meeting about sales to, to Rupes, Mm -hmm. And to talk about the product, and and again, uh, you know, to give Rennie kudos, you know, Rennie sits through that. He's everybody knows he's a flex guy, but he right. picks up the polisher. He, he's willing to look at a different product, right. sit in the room, do all of the stuff, and actually give them their time. No feedback. Very quiet. Well, you know, and and nobody knows. Well, I mean, it's a secret. Nobody knows that there was a planning meeting about the Rufus event. Rennie and I were on it with the you know the team from Rufus, Chip, Jason, Dylan. Fantastic people. I mean, I respect oh, yeah. those guys yeah. more than anything in the industry. And you know, and I knew that you know, part of the reason to go to Colorado was one day at Rupest yeah, because yeah. they have a beautiful facility. I want to inspire my team yeah. to keep them motivated to sell Rupest tools and support yeah. that brand because I think their story is amazing. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, you know, that planning meeting. And so finally goes. Uh, I can't remember who asked the question. But go, okay, okay. The, the you know the the, the the elephant in the room. So Randy, <laughs> what are you gonna do? And Rennie, Rennie goes, you know what, I'm gonna be a student because I need to know how to learn your, use your tool as well as every other detail. Because he goes, you guys, I train people. Right. 
and they're and, and then we go. Uh, Dylan, I think Dylan said to Chip, he goes, Chip, do you have any concerns? He goes, nope, that's pretty much what, exactly what I wanted to hear. Yeah, that's great. And, and so it was awesome. People don't know how to react when Randy is quiet. Um, I was actually having a conversation with him about Jason Kilmer, the Sandman. Mm -hmm. and, and he goes, I'm standing there, and I'm in the back, and I'm listening, and I'm not saying anything, and everybody's freaking out. Like, oh, Randy's going to go, Randy's, Randy's mad. And he goes, okay, whoa, whoa, stop, stop. And he goes, and Jason even looked at me, and, and Randy's like, okay, I just had to unlearn everything I know about Sandman. And right. he totally gives Jason the, the kudos and the, the room he needs to show his, you know, profession and what he does. Right. And, and he's willing to learn. He's willing to step up and learn something new because it's a lot different, you know, taking a panel and standing on it than doing the Jason. You know? <laughs> well, you know, the, with the, the car. <laughs> this, yeah. This, and I haven't done Jason's class yet. And I can't oh, wait to do it. Oh, I talked to him. Phenomenal. I talked to him day before yesterday, like 15 or 20 minutes. And I'm like, wow. I mean, oh my god. Yeah. I know nothing, right? Yeah. I mean, I really do. I'm like, he goes, oh yeah, this. I'm like, okay, I'm stupid, right? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm detailing cars for 38 years, but uh, I guess I really know how but, to. But right? he is a similar person, like you said, the personalities. I mean, Ray yeah. is the same way. I can pick up a polisher, and and when we were at the when we were at the training center in Colorado. And I picked up something I'd never used. It was like going to the bathroom in a foreign country. The stuff turns right. the wrong way, right? right? So I picked it up, and I had—I probably had three of the industry top detailers on the planet, not critiquing, right? But helping, you know, hold it a little bit this way, put a little right. more pressure. I, you know, I had because uh, uh, I'm not a tall gentleman. So Mark <laughs> leans over the top of me, basically, and he's like, "Just put a little more pressure about half of that pad. Watch this." Did he hug you while he was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the Parkers are helping me out. You know, <laughs> right. everybody's. Everybody's there helping you to learn. And one one of my favorite things happened with Randy. We were at Mobile Tech Expo, and he was like one of the direct trainers. And so we were doing skills validation. And so there's a detailer that Randy goes, okay, show me how to do paint correction. So the guy picks up the polisher, and literally his hands are shaking with the polisher. Right? And so um, anyway, shaking with the polisher, I go up to the guy, I go, relax. He goes, it's Randy Doyle. I go, it's like no. He's here to help. Just yeah, chill, you know. Well. So yeah, no, there, there's, there's a lot of that. And so yeah, it's, yeah. I don't know, it, it, that's what make, you know, I use this thing here where I, not to plug this, but no, it's, no, detail industry strong. I did that because the value of everybody being successful is, it's more important yeah. than anything, because it, it breaks down barriers of ugly competition and unhealthy competition, and you know. Everybody just there's there's plenty of room for everybody to be successful. There's a million detail products out there, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, they'll all find their way. I mean, and there's and, a million and, 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 I, and I think that the important thing about that is that it goes along with it. It is possible, right? Right? As an industry, it is possible. So, well, the show's about to get started, so we're gonna wrap things up. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode of Mafia Memoirs. You guys have a great day, and we will check you later. See ya. Awesome. Thank you guys.